Dr. Michelotti of Helena Orthopedic Clinic grew up in Butte. My next door neighbor in Butte was the trainer for Butte High School. And so pretty much from third grade on, I was in the Butte High training room and that had a lot of influence on me. We get to care for people with everything from ankle fractures to hip fractures in older folks, elbow fractures or injuries in little kids. Most people come to you with a problem that most of the time we can fix. Hopefully we've made their lives a little bit better. Helena Orthopedic Clinic, now taking appointments at their new location in Butte. Hi, I'm Tommy Malant, a 2020 Mariah's Challenge scholarship winner, and here's what Mariah's Challenge means to me. It means establishing moral principles and adhering to them regardless of peer pressure. It means saying no to underage drinking and never getting into a vehicle with a driver who is impaired. It means being a leader and not let others around you accept underage drinking or let anyone you know get in a car with someone who is impaired. It means pursuing excellence and not letting alcohol and drugs take that away from you. It means setting a positive example for the generations that follow. I'm Tommy Malott, and I accept Mariah's challenge. I hope you join me and show that you too are Butte Tough. Today's podcast is presented by Lescavar Honda. For the past year, I've been telling you how impressed I was when my wife and I bought a 2018 Honda Civic for our daughter. Not only have we had peace of mind sending our little girl on the road for college, we have had great service ever since. Recently, I decided I had enough of the gas guzzler my wife drives, nickel and diming us to death. So, we decided to go back to Lescavar Honda. We did our research and decided we wanted a Honda CRV. We met with John Davis one Saturday afternoon, and he showed us his inventory. We found a nice 2020, and we took it for a test drive and fell in love. Lescavar Honda gave us a fair trade-in for our guzzler, and less than two hours after we arrived, we headed home with our new CRV. We don't have to worry about this car nickel and diming us to death because it comes with Lescavar's incredible 20-year, 200,000-mile warranty. Yes, you heard that right. 20 years, 200,000 miles. The new car is great, and my wife even lets me drive it sometimes. If we only went to Lescavar instead when we bought our 2016 gas guzzler seven years ago. When you find yourself in the market for a new or used vehicle, do what I do and go to Lescavar Honda. Like me, you will become a Lescavar customer for life. Lescavar Honda is a proud sponsor of the Buttecast and the Athletes of the Week. Now, let's get the show started. Welcome to the Buttecast with Bill Foley. It's a podcast about the greatest city in the world, Butte America. Amen. Let's meet the people and characters who make Butte the richest hill on earth. Now, here's my dad, Bill Foley. The Silverbow Drive-In is a true treasure for the people of Butte and southwest Montana. The drive-in has been open most summer nights since Mark and Holly Hansen started operating it in 1977. They have since gotten help from their family as they maintain the last drive-in in Montana. I remember going to the drive-in as a kid and I cherish the memories of taking my kids to the drive-in. Someday, if I have grandchildren, I want to take them to the same drive-in. In Butte, we take such a great thing for granted. We don't even realize how wonderful of a thing it is to be able to go to a drive-in movie. For most places, that is a thing of the past. That is something they only see on happy days. Today, the drive-in feels like it is under attack. 
Almost by accident, Mark and Holly Hansen found out that an unnamed development company has requested a conditional use permit for the 17 acres next to the drive-in at the Interstate 15 exit. The company wants to build a gas station and a convenience store. The Hansons feel that that will potentially end our drive-in days for good. The noise, lighting, and the emissions from a potential gas station, they say, would be devastating. Now, the Hansons say they don't want to stop a gas station from being built in southwest Montana. Neither do I. We could use the construction jobs and the jobs that would be created by the construction. It just seems too bad that such a construction could end something that is so important to our community. We lost the Columbia Gardens. We lost the Butte Copper Kings. We lost so many great things. We can't lose the drive-in. We just can't. It is also too bad that the owners of such a great business in Butte Silver Bow had to find out about this plan almost by accident, as I said. The only notice was a really small sign placed on the property and a small note posted somewhere in the back pages of a newspaper. This is just another example of the lack of transparency that leads to the erosion of trust in our local government. We need to do better than this. The good news is we found out about it, though. We have the opportunity to speak out. The Hansons will attend a zoning board meeting at 5.30 p.m. Thursday at the council chambers on the third floor of the Butte Silver Bow Courthouse. If you feel passionate about the drive-in like I do, you should plan to attend and speak up in support of it. You can also email a letter to jthomas at bsb.mt.gov. I will put that link in the show notes. Yesterday, I met with Holly and Mark Hansen and their son Jens at Perkins for the best lemonade I've had in years and a really great conversation. Listen in as we talk about the history of the drive-in and the history of movie theaters in the Hansen family. Listen as we discuss running the drive-in over the years and what the drive-in means to our community. Listen to hear how a gas station next door would be potentially devastating and how the Hansen family plans to fight to save their drive-in. So, without further ado, here is my conversation with Mark, Holly, and Jens Hansen. I don't know if you guys knew who I was before, but I've known you guys, it seems like, for for Jen's about your entire life, because you were washing my windows as a very young kid. Well, I, I, rec- I, I recognize you as, <laughs> as a you know, customer. I see a lot of faces come to the window there. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've been going there. Uh, well, I started, you know, as a kid. I think just like everybody else, we grew up at the drive-in in Butte. And, of course, now we, we heard that there's a threat to the drive-in, you know, which I really want to get into. But first, I'd like to talk about just the history of the drive-in and how cool a drive-in is, you know. You look back, uh, like watch Happy Days or something, you think of the drive and you think something from the 50s, you know. Yeah. And there's not many communities have something special as we have as the Silver Bow Drive-In. And it's been uh, something that you, it's your whole life, right? Yes. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's our whole lives. We uh, we work hard there every summer, you know, mm-hmm. and, and uh, it just becomes what you do in the summer. Without yeah. it, I, I don't know what I would do, Yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, We'd be lost. Yeah, we'd be lost, really. But you know, it's uh, it's. Uh, I'm not saying we haven't had other opportunities over the years to go away and shut yeah. down. We have, but we we just don't want to. We're not ready, and yeah. uh, our kids aren't ready. They love what they do, and they love to be there. Our daughter's involved, Alin Joanart, and she does. She, 
they've grown up that way. She started selling candy at, eight, at age eight. Yeah. Said I only paid her fifty cents an hour, and I said, but you got to eat too. <laughs> yeah. You know, and she it, had it's a roof over her head. Yeah. It is our livelihood, and our husband, my husband Mark, he. He dug all the lines to put in the speaker post way back then, yeah. you know, because we didn't have a tractor. We bought the ground yeah. in 75, 76, and actually opened the drive-in in 77. And there was another drive-in in Butte at the time. Yeah, it was out on, towards the, silver, the, the bowling alley out there, right? On Star Lanes, kind of? Yeah, it was called the Motor View. Yeah. And 20 years later, I still have people say, oh, you own the Motor View. No, they still call it. Or the Auto View. Yeah. Know? the Silverville drive-in but you know that's how they they grew up with we had three drive-ins when I was a child we had the one at Albertson's was called the mm, Bridgeway oh really and one at the crest was called the crest yeah. and then the motor view yeah it's I was it's just a way better way to watch a movie for one thing you know you sit in the comfort of your car you don't have to worry about people talking well, every once in a while you see Mark would run out and tell someone to turn their headlights off <laughs> which that's Which, all true. That's you know, all true. Night, yeah. So it means a lot. Plus, he was uh, Mark grew up in the theater business. Yeah. His father. Well, owned. wasn't there a Hanson that had the Fox Theater? Yes. That's um, his dad. Oh, and that's his Mark's brother. dad. Okay. His dad and brother. Uh, oh, here's Mark's coming right now. For years. And so. Um, I better. I'm gonna have to retake a photo of the three of you guys together oh, before okay. we leave. But um, right. yeah. So he's been busy. Hey, Mark. Busy. Hi, Bill. How are you? Good. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. I remember when you used to come to the drive and bring your little girl with you. Yeah. Now she's probably a big girl. She's 20. She goes. She's a sophomore <laughs> at UM. Yeah, we used to bring her to the drive-in, and I could watch any movie I wanted. You're fine. Go ahead. and. Yeah. you like a cup of coffee? Would you like some coffee or water? No, thanks. Not right now. Uh, we, I could watch the rated R movies, whatever movie it was we could watch. The little girl, I'd, I'd hold her in my... Yeah. On my lap, and I'd, I'd give her a couple of fish and a little popcorn, and she'd fall asleep before the movie started. Yeah. You know, I, and I, that's why I loved it. I can remember whenever she got a candy bar, and she'd come out, she'd show it to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember showing me candy. Yeah. That's, and, and, and that's what, see, my kids the three, have three kids. And, and you know they're they're old enough that they go to the drive-in by themselves now. You know, oh, sure. they're probably a headache for you guys out there with their. But uh, and that's how I was. You know, I went to first go with my aunts, uncles, parents, and yeah. then then all of a sudden you're going with your girlfriend and your buddies. You know, and <laughs> and it's just it's a great thing. And and we were just talking that the Hansons that owned the Fox that was your dad and your Ye brother. Yes. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. Because we, yeah. I remember when we were in sixth grade, we got banned for the summer because we, we gave them such a hard time. <laughs> we, no destruction or anything, but we were, we were, uh, we were yeah. pretty good paid in the butt yeah, for them. My dad had a lot of theaters, yeah, in this area, and he had the old Rialto uh, up there. It's um, right across from, uh, let's see, the Metal Bank. Okay, it, yeah, right there. Yeah, it, it was right there on the corner. I remember when he had that. Yeah, and he ran that. So we we've been in theater business for a long time. Yeah, that's that's amazing. The, the how a family sticks with the, the yeah, you know. Yeah. So you heard of families, you know, the dads are firemen and the kids are firemen, but the movie theater business yeah, is. Yeah, uh, yeah. My my grandfather, see, he started it all out. Yeah. There in Deer Lodge, he built the Rialto there in Deer Lodge, and then that started everything out for all the uh, theaters we got yeah. all over. Yeah. And now I, I read in the newspaper story that you two met at a movie theater. I worked at the um, Plaza Theater when I was uh, in college. Really? Yeah, I had gone, gotten a job there. I went to get a job there. 
I needed a job and a friend of mine worked there. She called me up and she says, well, um, they need another person down here. Can you come? And I says, when? She says, right now. So I went down the, the, to the theater and was walking down the hallway and the manager was going the other way and I knew who he was. He says, what are you doing? I said, I'm looking for a job. He says, okay, you're hired. Go get a suit. <laughs> get in there and sell tickets. And that's how it started. And then I'm, that's where I met him. Yeah, I ran the projectors there. Oh, at the plaza? Yeah, when it yeah. first opened in uh, 70. And then uh, I worked there for well, about four years, I guess, before we took off. I married Holly, so we took off and started our own theaters. Yeah. And did you just have the one theater just the drive-in, is that all the only ones you guys ran? Right now, right, yeah, yeah, but we had other theaters. You had other theaters? We yeah. moved to Washington. We oh, okay. We had a theater in Colville, Washington. Drive-in yeah. and indoor, and, yeah. and we had purchased it when we were first starting out, and while yeah. we were there, uh, someone came in and, you know, buttes at our heart in Montana, so they offered to buy us out, and so we left. Yeah. Came back here, and then we were here a short time, he got a job with the company, the Anaconda Company or whatever, and that's not in his blood either. Yeah. And uh, Theater for Lease came up in Laurel. Oh, we did, so we yeah. went to Laurel and ran that for a year. Couple he years. drove back and forth. Yeah, and I worked at years. Montana Tech yeah. for um, well, 36 years I was yeah. up there. So, yeah, I worked yeah. off and on for my dad as yeah. well. And, and then in the meantime, we just, uh, when the drive-in in Deer Lodge got bought, bought out for the highway, we moved, we bought the equipment and moved it up. Yeah, yeah. Well, it well, my uncle built the drive-in originally there in Deer Lodge. It's about five miles. Uh, yeah, this side of Deer Lodge and on the uh, that'd be in the east side of the interstate. In fact, uh, uh, westbound lane goes right over where the screen tower sat. When oh, my, really? When my uncle had it, and he opened that in about 1950, I believe, and then the interstate went through it in '73. Uh, and then we bought the building from it, from him, and I moved it up here in '76. Uh, and Bat Pizzani and John Pizzani moved the building. That was quite an undertaking. I imagine, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. it's so high. Yeah, yeah. And so anyway, we moved the building up and set it down. And then the following year in '77s, when we opened the drive-in, and we opened it with just one single screen on the north side, and. Uh, when I went to build that screen, I, I had to get somebody to help me because I wasn't an engineer. So I got Marty Saluso. Okay. He, he helped me build it. He was, uh, I think he was going to school up at Tech. I'm not sure, but that's how I met him was from up at Tech when Holly was working there. Yeah, and, he, and we had a professional engineer from Tech. I think it was yeah. Dr. Alexander and Dr. Um, there was another. Yeah. Anyway, they designed it. And Marty and I built it out there. Marty built most of it. I helped him out some, yeah. but he he was pretty good. <laughs> and that's how we started out. And then in 80, I built a, a second tower over on the south side, and it was a smaller tower. Yeah. And then in, uh, it got so busy, we, we could not handle all the people. So in uh, 2003, I had uh, Craig Rowe from Continental Steel came in and, and built another screen tower we took the, the little one down and put up another one. That, that's been 20 years since you put the big down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, wow. And then we widened it out. And yeah, because I remember you used to have to park, the bigger cars had to park in the back. And right. That one, yeah. So now now we got it with, widened it out and, and with the, so we could handle more, so we yeah. can handle more cars. And we can handle about, uh, let's see, 
probably about 170, 75 on uh, the side one. And uh, I think side two is about 160 cars. So really? We, we can handle almost 300. And, and it's not... It's not uncommon that you get that. Oh yeah, both sides. Oh yeah, we we fill both both yeah. sides up. It'd be full. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we, COVID hit though. COVID kind of put a yeah. damper when, on when most COVID things. Got, you know, got to us, it, it, yeah. it really it's really slowly hurt. coming back. Yeah. yeah. What, do you remember the first movie you showed? Yeah, I do. The first one we ran. It was a double feature. It was uh, the hustle. And the longest yard with Burt Reynolds. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I remember him yeah. well. That was the first two movies we ran as a double feature there. And That's awesome. I don't remember what we charged for admission at that time, but I know we let all the kids in free. Yeah. I, I kind of think it was probably about a dollar, a dollar and a half, maybe, something like yeah. that. Yeah. But uh, inflation, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, my dad told me it was, of course, we went to theater. I think it was one out here on South on Harrison. Yeah. When there were kids, they'd... They'd have all their buddies jump in the trunk. Oh yeah! And he'd drive in, and they catch him, and and they, how'd you catch us? He was kind of who goes to the drive-in by themselves? Sure. <laughs> so, you know, so that. They oh, used yeah. to check cars for uh, beer and alcohol yeah. in the trunks of cars yeah. as you went I, down I, the hot. I, I worked for National General for a while and ran the yeah. projectors at the uh, at the Motorview drive-in, and uh, at one time there were three drive-ins here in Butte. There was um, one in Baco where Albertsons used to be. It was called yeah. the Bridgeway. The bri- oh, it was the Bridgeway. Uh huh. And then the other one was uh, over there where the Crest Nursing Home is at. It was called the Crest Drive-In. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember too much about that one. I just remember my dad talking about it. I, I don't. But uh, yeah. I, I know it ran for just a short time. Yeah. And then uh, the Motor View was in there for quite some time. They ran that. <laughs> where the Copper King is at now. Yeah. Yeah, so. And then, of course, there used to be drive-ins in every little town. I mean, yeah. They're in and what's there? there's less than 40 of them in the whole United States now, isn't there? No, no, there's, uh, I is think, it, the last time wrong? I looked at, there, we belong to the United Drive-In Theaters Association. And oh, there's more. There's about, uh, as far as I think their listing says, between 300 and 350. Oh, there's that many still, okay. Individual sites, but. As far there's probably 600 screens because there yeah. are some drive-ins that have sixplex or twoplexes yeah. or yeah. twins like but ours. Two in Montana singles. though, right? Is that no? One. We're the only. Oh, one you're the only one now. Yeah. Huh? The one in Billings or in Laurel, the screen tower burned down in 22. Oh, that, oh, that's too yeah. bad. Yeah. And then there are, you know, we say we're the only drive-in in Montana. We're the only authentic drive-in. Yeah. The other ones, they have pop-ups. You know, they put up a screen and yeah, parking yeah, lot and. And if the wind blows, well, you can turn. Can. Yeah, you can turn anything now with it with technology. Exactly. It's, well, it's a, a lot. And, hey, Mick. Mick ring sack. In 2013, we had to um, upgrade our equipment substantially, yeah. so it was a substantial increase. In yeah, because uh, everything went digital, right? Oh yeah. yeah. If you didn't, you were done. Yeah, and I know there was. Uh, well, you guys talk. There's two major things you had to do there, because you had that worry whether or not you come up with the money to upgrade your stuff and then COVID all right. hitting right in, in a matter of a few years yeah it, it, it was tough and gents takes care of all the the projection the equipment I, I I don't know too much about that yeah That's, it's a little I, more high tech than I, when you were yeah I, I just ran 35 millimeter stuff yeah it was a lot different than this this is uh, uh, well it slowly but, changed with even um, he used to call up on the phone to book the movies with the 
bookers and yeah. I can remember he'd just call and call and call until they finally answered the phone to talk to him because we weren't a chain we weren't a yeah. big outfit it was we hard. were alone it was tough it was hard. and the first movie he got to play uh, beat the the motor view out of running was uh, Saturday Night Fever wasn't it yeah, that's yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. And he had to fight to get it and fight to keep it because they were all mad that we got it to yeah, run it. Even, was it was second run, though, still, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and so... See, um, they, they didn't give us second. First, first run, run until the, about 80... No, it was in the 90s. 90s. Yeah. When we started and now, for gents to date movies, not that it's any easier, he has to do research, he finds out who, who to... But it's all email, right? Yeah, mostly email or, or you call them, but... Yeah. But you have to make um, friends with them. Somehow or another, you have to get a really, connection with those You have to, you have to schmooze people. them a little bit, huh? Exactly. Yeah. And also, though, in the days of 35 millimeter, the prints are limited. Yeah. I mean, they're so expensive, and they're heavy. You transport them, you know. Yeah. Anymore, it's a little hard drive. You know, they make them quick and easy. It's, and yeah. it's changed so much. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. Did, so when you got the 35 millimeter, did you, you had it for so long, then you had to ship it back? Well, y- yeah. yeah. They, they actually had a depot here in Butte that handled uh, all the shipping for Montana and a little bit of Idaho and also, I believe, a, a little bit of Wyoming as well. And uh, it was right over here across the Street National Film Service. Yeah. And they employed quite a few people there at one time. And that was the main shipping point uh, for this whole state. So I was lucky I could pick up my prints and drop them off there. I didn't have any shipping. But if you lived or had your theater a ways away, then you you had a shipping charge. Yeah. Shipping it by bus or something. So things have changed. The ones we get now all come out of Los Angeles. Yeah. And they... Just, and, we get them a few days before we run the, uh, the movie. Yeah. And it, it's, it's uh, of course, the shipping is a lot less on a hard drive like that than it would be on a... Yeah, for sure. 60 pounds of film. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, well, also... You know, they come in, in uh, reels, and he'd have to put them together. Yeah. 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 And then he'd exactly. be there at 2 o'clock in the morning taking oh. them apart so they so, could go well, somewhere else. Right, because they're so limited... They'd have a courier coming as soon as you're done running it. Yeah, you got to have that thing done and in the can so somebody else can run it. And yeah, they drive it across the state, and you got to make sure that they're get, are they getting a good print? Did it get scratched up? You know, is it is it gonna you yeah. know, get caught in their uh, in their projector and yeah. bunch up? And yeah, break? be careful with it. But yeah, uh, yeah there are many nights I wouldn't get home till two, three o'clock in the morning because I'd have to tear the print all down and wait for the courier to come oh, yeah. to sh- get it to another theater somewhere here in Montana that was uh, running it because it was close. Those are some late nights for you at the drive-in. Oh, right. I could, several times I left there seeing the sky getting all light over here on the <laughs> west side and the birds are chirping, so you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, a triple yeah. feature. Yeah. yeah. Or he, he'd come home and he'd be waiting up for him. this one. Yeah. I'd be at, asleep, you know. <laughs> And you, no, I'm too tired. I didn't sleep waiting for Dad. <laughs> and then uh, another thing at that time is uh, the upkeep on the speakers. We had the speakers in yeah. rather than the FM, and that, that required a lot of maintenance. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah, people would just destroy them. People they, run into them and oh, they'd throw tear them, them, tear them yeah. off the walls or tear them off the post or they'd... Drive away with them still in their window, I imagine, yeah. happened a them. few times. Yeah, and then... They have to go through quite frequently, and Jens used to, when he was little, go through and check all the speakers for me, and then he'd come and tell me which ones weren't working, and then I'd yeah. get out and get them repaired. So 
it was a lot of upkeep with the speakers. And it got so I couldn't get parts for them anymore. Yeah. Just like everything else. It yeah, there's, out. there's no brand new driving speakers being <laughs> no, made uh, no. anywhere. Replicas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Congratulations to this week's Lesk of our Honda Athletes of the Week. Butte High Bulldogs, Britton Stewart, Cadence Graham, and Cage Sleeman. Stewart and Graham share the girls' award because there was just no way to choose from these two outstanding Bulldogs. The dynamic Bulldog duo combined for 47 points Friday as the Butte High girls basketball team opened the season with a 57-39 win at Bozeman. Graham, a freshman who stood out on the varsity team as an 8th grader last year, scored 18 of her 23 points in the first half. She buried a pair of 3-pointers and sank 9 of 11 free throws in the win. Stewart, a junior who has been a varsity contributor since her freshman season, scored 18 of her team-leading 24 points in the second half. She scored 18 of her points on two-point field goals. Schliemann had himself a week to earn the boys' honor. On Wednesday, the senior officially signed to play football at Montana Tech during an early morning ceremony. Then, Schliemann went 7-0 to lead the Butte High boys' wrestlers at the 35th Jim Street Classic Mining City Duels. Schliemann, wrestling in the heavyweight division, posted six of his wins by way of the pin. Congratulations, Britton, Cadence, and Cade, and thank you, Lescovar Honda, for honoring the hardworking student-athletes of the Mining City. Hey, Butte America, John Davis here at Lescovar Honda. We wanted to wish all of you a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, and thank you for your support with our Coat Drive and Toys for Tots. Your donations are bringing smiles to children and keeping our town warm. As a special thanks, We've slashed our rental vehicle pricing with rates as low as $39 a day. For the best pricing on all makes and models, stop on down and see us. Lask of our Honda. Visiting your neighborhood Thriftway Superstops was already your favorite stop of the day. Now, it is even better. Join the brand new Thriftway Loyalty Club to rack up big discounts, earn free stuff, and receive more TLC with every visit. Download the TLC app and take advantage of great deals on pizza, grab-and-go favorites, fresh-brewed coffee, cool fountain drinks, and much, much more at your neighborhood Thriftway Superstops. Loyalty Club members also save 5 cents per gallon off top-tier conical fuel every single day. Plus, earn points at the pump and in the store. Casa Grande Steakhouse serves steak and so much more. You cannot beat their seasoned, hand-cut Rocky Mountain ground beef. But did you know about their menu filled with made-to-order pastas, chicken sautés, mouth-watering seafood, appetizers, enticing desserts, or their most recent addition, sushi? Thursday nights are sushi nights at Casa Grandas, where you will be welcomed as a part of the family. Casa Grandas can also handle all your catering needs with style, class, and a taste that cannot be beat. Visit Casa Grande Steakhouse inside the historic Bertoglio Warehouse at 801 South Utah Avenue in Uptown Butte. Call 406-723-4141 for reservations. Check out their menu at casagrandesteakhouse.com. Casa Grande Steakhouse, eat where the locals eat. Is your house too cold or is it too hot? Either way, Lockmer Sheet Metal is here to help. With more than 40 years of experience in the heating, ventilation, and air conditioning trade, Lockmer Sheet Metal strives to bring you quality service and knowledgeable work to help with your HVAC projects or needs. Lockmer Sheet Metal offers repair services for all forced air, central air systems, installation of new HVAC systems, service contracts for maintenance and service, all residential and commercial applications, 
fabrication of sheet metal for all types of projects, and ventilation and exhaust systems. Call 406-782-2224 or visit LockmerSheetMetal.com to warm up or cool down with Lockmer Sheet Metal, your local dealer of train heating, cooling, air handling, and ventilation products. For all your home heating and cooling needs, remember Lockmer Sheet Metal. Do you still have a lot of those speakers? Do you, We've got well, some. I got quite a few. Yeah, you know, they, that's what it might be. That might be an eBay market for, <laughs> for those things. Well, someday Gents will probably be selling them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they're, they're collectible. You know, yeah. So I got a lot neat. of them. Um, I get but, called every yeah. once in a while for somebody looking for a, a speaker for putting them on these uh, posts next to their cars for car shows. Oh, yeah? Yeah, no, I, I've had a few call wanting to know if they could get a speaker. Oh, that's a, pretty cool. In a junction box. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't part with them, though. But the uh, <laughs> the radio is, you know, superior. It's yeah. sound, you know, and, and everything needs for, for people to have yeah. it on their car stereo. Yeah, that was kind of a game changer. Yeah. You know, yeah. you could park... A little wider if you wanted to or whatever right. or uh you know you didn't have to pull up right next to the pole right. you could back you, up a little bit you can be where you want to be more yeah which when you got a family of five and you got kids in the back of the van you got and you, you got to angle right that just angle. right so they can all see right. it yeah that's right <laughs> so yeah. you have to be the right on the, so, on the hill so it, it's it cha- it's changed really a lot over the years all the different uh yeah you know for 35 millimeter to digital and then the fm instead of the speakers and it's, it's changed a lot. And then when we first opened the drive-in, we used carbon arc for our light, and it worked very similar to electric welder. Yeah. And then they upgraded. I only ran a few years on that, and then we went to what they called the Xeon uh, bulbs. Oh, and, yeah. and that got rid of those carbon arcs. And once we got, got rid of those, uh, we were able to put, so we could put the film all onto a one great big, platter or reel yeah. to run the whole show where we didn't have changeovers throughout the movie where you'd have to keep changing every 20 minutes from one reel to the next because yeah. you didn't have carbons to burn down and have to change so <laughs> it, it, it's changed a lot <laughs> yeah well I always like to drive in well for one thing it was, it was you guys were cheaper than going to the other movie theaters the Fox was always nice and cheap yeah, yeah. and the popcorn you know you don't you're not getting you don't have to take out a mortgage to get a pop and a popcorn at, at the drive-in yeah <laughs> we, we still pop our own corn of course and yeah we use real butter on our popcorn yeah that's the best popcorn around yeah. we, we don't use uh, the imitation stuff yeah. <laughs> and, and we don't take credit cards because it's just too costly yeah. for us to take. Well, they, all they ding you pretty hard. Oh on yeah, those. and oh, yeah. Uh, our you know people come and they want Wi-Fi so they can do something else while they're already paying to watch the show. We don't have that either. <laughs> yeah, but um, so we're pretty. But uh, our daughter takes care of pretty much the concession. Yeah. Uh, Lynn, and then Gents takes care of booking and taking care of all the equipment. Yeah. And Holly does all the book work and keeps all that up to date. And I just pick up garbage mostly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the maintenance. And, and then you got Eddie out there running around. Oh, and Eddie, Eddie, yeah, yeah. She's, she, great. she's behind she, the candy counter. I think she's the one that steered us towards time. you or got. Yeah, got well, you I saw I saw your post on Facebook. I shared it and immediately texted Eddie for your number. And as I was texting you, how you could see and someone's texting you at the same time. Uh-huh. We were texting each other about the same <laughs> same subject because yeah. Eddie and I worked together at the Plaza. Oh, did you? Years and yeah, well, so she worked there when I was there, too. Really? Oh, she's yeah. one of my all-time favorite yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, I she's love Eddie Ray. She goes the extra mile for everybody. She really. doesn't, she's never just sits down. 
Right. No, you know? you'll never see her sitting. Down. Yeah. <laughs> no. She's running. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She's always moving. Yeah. And and you guys, when you're out running a business like this, it's kind of, you're you're a constant underdog, because you're going against the chains. You, you know. Oh yeah. We're we're. So it's small. been a fight since 1977. It's probably oh, been a fight oh. every year to keep it open. At the beginning, it it was really really tough yeah. getting pictures and stuff and. My dad helped me out a lot there because he had theaters all going too, and yeah. and that that helped me a lot because he had connections with them and that, it helped. But uh, it, it was really tough, and then oh, it was pretty tough until probably about the mid '90s when they started uh, giving us first run, and that started when they came out with several movies all at once. And the studios didn't have, they didn't have enough room to get them in. Uh, all the theater, the, the prints, they wanted to run because all these movies came out at the same time. Yeah. So then one of the bookers that I book with quite frequently, I think it was Sony or Columbia Pictures at that time, uh, he was already real friendly with me. So he called me and he said, you know, we got this picture and nobody will run it for us because they're too booked up. They don't have any room on their screens. He says, "Could you book? Could you play it for us? It's the first run." And I said, "Sure." Well, I played it. It, it did so well. Then Columbia just started selling me first run movies oh, really? right down the line, right along with the well, that indoors. Worked out well. And then pretty soon, all the others started in. Uh, they they see what you do with the movie, yeah. so they they started in saying, well, we can sell you this picture. This been pretty soon it got so I could take anything I wanted, pretty much. Yeah. So, but yeah, because now you guys, it's opening at the plaza. It's opening at the drive-in. Right. It's all we play day and day with the uh, indoor theaters. Yeah. Yeah. So things have really changed a lot. Yeah. Like that. So. And then, of course, uh, of course, you guys survived COVID. You survived the change. That, that was a tough, tough yeah. year for us. Yeah, because you, you stayed open. Oh yeah, we, but you we, were we tons kept of running, restrictions. We, though, right? we we really didn't have uh, uh, too much selection as far as new movies, so we had to go back and play the older ones yeah. back, which was pretty cool. I I, <laughs> <laughs> I like some of those old movies out there. Oh they're yeah, great. they're great, but yeah. they don't bring people in. Yeah, you know, like yeah. the new ones. Too. Yeah, they're not like so, Shrek. A new that, Shrek's going to bring every to pack the place. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So. Like Barbie packs it, you know. That was Barbie, the big Barbie, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. yeah. They were. Yeah. yeah, that was that was one of the big yeah. ones for the last summer yeah. for us. And, la- and the summer before it was um, uh, Tom top, Cruise's top movie. Gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. 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 But and uh, other than that, none of them really did you know, all that well well like, it seems now they're moved they're, they're it's like they're trying to make movies for netflix right and yeah. stuff now yeah. instead. right right and they yeah. just get lost on netflix i mean there's yeah. so many in there and they're yeah. just yeah I don't know, they don't have any staying power yeah like, you see it that pops up in your recommended for a couple of weeks and, and then, then it's gone then it goes yeah, away yeah you don't hear any buzz about it you don't hear people yeah. talking about it i don't know there's just so many to choose from yeah but we also With went the through the um 80s where videos videotapes VHS came out tapes VHS and, and people and were renting and that was a bad year too well we had several we, we had yeah. a, there was three or four years there yeah. where it was pretty slow where they you could rent these movies and play them but after a while it it kind of we kind of ran through it and things went back a little bit so they yeah. weren't so they they'd uh, rather come to the theater and watch them than they did by watching them home on their yeah. TV, I guess. So. Well, it's always nice just to get out of the house. 
That's why I like to go to movies. Well, that that's probably the our our big deal is it's an outing for people, you know, yeah. to come to the theater and watch it when it's a little different than watching but it at home. But it doesn't cost yeah. $50 for candy yeah. and popcorn. <laughs> we, we try to keep our yeah. concessions very competitive and down and yeah. so that people can't afford to come. But, boy, with all the inflation and everything, it, it, it's been tough. Yeah. Golly, Holly handles a lot of the popcorn orders and stuff, and she can tell you how much the popcorn has gone, gone up, up quite a bit, huh? And yeah, it's it's sacks uh, yeah. And, yeah. And popcorn shouldn't be that we had expensive. Trouble getting bags sure, of yeah. popcorn yeah. in COVID. Well, they had a bad year. They had a bad year here a few years ago. Yeah. A corn crop was bad. And, and all of it. Popcorn went very <laughs> high. And then the following year, then it dropped back down. But uh, it's, uh, it makes no, it's it hard tough. To, it's hard to price any all those. You can't... We, we start with our price at the beginning of the season. That's the way it is. I'm not raising it just yeah. because um, my prices go up. I just can't keep going up and down. I have a hard enough time adding stuff the way it is. Yeah. So you just suck it up and, and, and do what you can with what you got. You yeah. Know? yeah. So then, uh, of course, then yesterday we see the news drop or on Facebook. You, you guys just kind of by accident find out that there's potential plans to build a major <laughs> yeah. truck. Is it a truck stop? Is yeah, they call it a truck stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they call it a fuel stop. A fuel, a fuel stop. a convenience store. Yeah, and fuel yeah. Stop, they call it. And that, that's the first thing I thought of. I didn't even read your entire post when I saw that. You know, at first, because you know, if you want to look at the stars, you don't go in the middle of the city where there's no. all the lights. Uh-huh. You got to get out out into well, the, a little bit, you know. And mm-hmm. and that's how. Uh, I can't imagine what that would do to a driving if you had a ma- like a, yeah, a truck stop it, next door to you. Yeah, well, the lighting would be bad, and the noise yeah. from trucks idling over there. And, yeah. And uh, if they were to have a fuel spill or anything, it would run right down on our property because yeah. they're above and, us. And this is right to the right to the west of you. Is that where they're uh, proposing? East, the east side of us. To the east side of you. Yeah, so. it's on the east side between us and the interstate okay. highway. Yeah, and right there at the top of the hill, of course, is where they would have their access to get into the truck stop, yeah. or at least I think that's where probably they'd have it. And uh, that's a pretty congested area there with all the big semis running out of the port over there. Yeah, you know, so uh, it's it's narrow. I, I would think it would be a, a safety issue there as well. You know? Yeah, what's well, a busy when there's a movie that's a busy movie night. That's pretty congested traffic right you there, bet, anyway. You bet that I, is. I've been in line on I've been online on the off ramp before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had them in line clear down. Don't say that. Oh. We get in trouble. No, I, <laughs> I was wondering what, yeah, what it looks like on the interstate. You know. Yeah. Uh, everybody, when you got two hundred cars hitting the interstate there at once. Yeah, uh, sure. We, we yeah. had them down on the interstate once, didn't we? Oh, getting coming this, in this year. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, sure. coming in there. Yeah, people line up real early. Yeah, and, and the line gets kind of close, uh, close to the interstate. So we're like, we gotta start letting people in. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. You have to open it at noon some days. Huh? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, you'll see cars sitting there, at, you know, six o'clock. We, and we don't some, start selling tickets till eight. Yeah, yeah. we have some very faithful customers, and they sometimes have wanted to be the first in line for the first show of the season. No. And so they've yeah. been there at five o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. To be in line. They like to get you know the, their they spot. Wanna, and they save their yeah. ticket from the first 
Well, that's pretty. Yeah, and, and, and we know their names. That's the only thing good about COVID is because of the way we had to wait on our customers. They couldn't come in the building. Yeah. We had to put a window so they could walk up and do order from outside. And so we'd take their name. So after a while, you got to know people's names, yeah. you know. So now we have, oh hi, Bill. You know mm. that you know that who they are, yeah. and they like that. It's like going into Cheers, you know, or if <laughs> they're Cheers norm, or right? your favorite spot. Yeah. yeah, they like to be recognized, yeah. and be treated well, you know, yeah. and not just like they're another. Number. Yeah, it's all, and you never hear of anybody. I, you know, you've heard complaints at the movie theaters over the years, or any business. You know, there's always somebody complaining. I don't think oh. I've ever heard anybody complain about a bad experience in the drive. Oh, you just haven't I'm talked sure to there the right. Are some that don't, yeah. <laughs> there's, they're out there, huh? There's some people complaining about anything. Some that don't like the rules. Well, you know, they don't. Yeah, they. Some things you just got to do for safety. You know, you yeah. got to keep keep things uh, running smoothly. And well, I'm, I'm sure there's. Fit several out there that probably don't like me too well <laughs> I'll tell you that. Yeah. they'll do something that's not well, right they can always tell when maybe someone doesn't want to be there yeah and they're forced to come because their significant other wants them to or you yeah. know and so they have a bad attitude when they come in yeah. so we can't expect that we can wow. improve that attitude that's crazy. I've, I've always, I'm always the happiest guy in the world when I'm going to a movie theater. Most all the people yeah, are really, really <laughs> nice. Yeah. We, we get a lot of, a lot of regulars, you know, that yeah. come all the time, and we get an awful lot of out of town people. Yeah. Uh, from, uh, well, I, I uh, walk through the lot quite a bit, and I notice the license on them. And golly, I see uh, Jefferson County, the 51s a lot, 28, 30s. Yeah. Uh, Helena supports as well, fives, eighteen out of Beaverhead County, some twenty fives, even uh, clear over into the Bozeman area, the sixes. We get, uh, I notice we get a few of those in, and, but they come from all over. And the out-of-state people really seem like they, we've gotten a lot more out-of-state cars lately than we used to. Oh, really? Yeah, with the travelers, I, I think Fairmont sends people out you know that are out yeah. there staying or something hey everyone john wick here you might recognize this buttery smooth voice from the episode 81 of the Buttecast. along with my wife cassie i want to take a second and thank everyone for supporting 5518 designs our store at 27 north main street in uptown butte for seven years now we have made it our goal to celebrate who we are and what we enjoy about living in butte and in montana at 5518 you'll find the latest in-house designed apparel and gifts that do just that and they're all produced locally and finished in store. We also carry a wide variety of outdoor essentials from trusted brands like Chaco, Kavu, and Dekine. I invite you to stop in the next time you're shopping, eating, or even playing in historic Uptown Butte. 5518 Designs, 27 North Main Street in Uptown Butte, and online at shop5518.com. Are you looking for a place to host a special event or a party, or just looking for a drink served by the best mixologist in town? Look no further than 51 Below Speakeasy and Casino. Take a step back in time and enjoy some of our signature cocktails such as an Old Fashioned or a Pink Mate. Stop in for happy hour Monday through Thursday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. and 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Friday and Saturday for $2 cans of your favorite beer or two for five seltzers or well mixers. Or try one of our tap beers for just $5 along with weekly specialty cocktails. Located underneath the Miners Hotel, where Butte locals receive a 20% discount on rooms, 51 Below has live music every Friday night. So stop by 51 Below Speakeasy and Casino for a good time with good friends and great drinks. And don't forget to dial 5. You want to watch your favorite football team on Sunday? 
but it isn't on TV? No problem. Go to Metal Sports Bar and Grill and check out all the games. In addition to a full-service bar and a menu full of terrific entrees cooked to perfection, Metal's also has the Sunday ticket. Kick back with some raised fingers, the best pizza in town, and a refreshing drink as you root on your team on one of 31 big-screen TVs at Metal's. Don't miss a moment of your favorite team with Metal Sports Bar and Grill, where the food is the star. Metals is open at 11 a.m. every Sunday during football season. There's no story so good that a drink from Park Street Liquors won't make it better. From the finest whiskeys and regional spirits to the latest RTDs and select wines, Park Street Liquors has all the ingredients to make your parties and stories legendary. Park Street Liquors can also assist with your corporate event or wedding by helping create and plan your wine and spirits menus. You name it and Park Street Liquors has it. Stop by and see Tom and the crew at 133 West Park Street or call 406-782-6278. Make your stories legendary. Hey Butte America, Jeremiah Shields here at Lescovar Honda. We got some winter specials designed to keep your vehicle clean and looking sharp. If you're in need of a new windshield, let us take care of you and we will take $60 off of your next full detail. Short on funds? No worries. We've got flexible financing terms for just about everybody. Also, we are offering free windshield chip repair and headlight restoration with the purchase of a full detail. Remember, we offer pickup and delivery service as well at no cost. Because here at Lescavar Honda, we got you. Yeah, I imagine you probably can get people driving by and seeing there's a oh, theater yeah. sometimes. Say, hey, let's pull over and oh, get sometimes that a lot. Yeah. We can be halfway through a movie and a car will pull in off the interstate and it's oh, somebody really? traveling. They, I'd say that show's been on for an hour or something. Oh, we don't care. We just, we yeah. just want to go to a drive-in. We've never yeah. been to a drive-in. <laughs> yeah. We were driving by and saw the screens. Yeah. Well, you see it from a long ways. Yeah. You know, when you're coming yeah. by, you can see yeah. the screen. And I can imagine people just like, what is that? Yeah. yeah. It's always the, the landmark I look for when I'm driving home at night. If I, you know, <laughs> you're on the road for a while uh -huh. and you come in late to see the movie on, you know. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it just, and but, then hopefully you see what you recognize, which movie it might be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you'll see cars sometimes pull up somewhere and, you know, probably trying to catch a glimpse of the show. Yeah. yeah. It'll be out but, on the uh, interstate somewhere. Yeah. yeah. But Holly and I were, at least me, I'm getting pretty tired and wore out. But as long as our kids want to keep doing it, yeah. we'll, we'll let them keep doing well, it. Well, it's a, it's a treasure for the community to yeah. have. I mean, because like you said, like these people are coming and just want to be at a drive-in. Yeah. There's not many places that have drive-ins. And then, of course, we've got grandkids now that will be <laughs> coming oh, yeah. up here. That, yeah, we asked Grayson. He's uh, uh, our oldest grandson. What do you want to do when you grow up? He says, well, I think I'd like to work at the drive-in. Yeah. Well, I think you'd want to do something else, wouldn't you? Hmm. Well, maybe I'd want to be a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> then no, work at the drive-in. You know. Yeah. But, uh, so you and so it was just yesterday you found out about these plans. Yes. Yes. Basically. Yeah. 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 Well. Yeah. I guess it was yesterday. Yes. Or well, you found out Friday, and then I wasn't in town, so. Yeah. Kind of, he found out. He didn't really read the sign. A neighbor called and said, did you see the sign? And we're like, no. Yeah, a friend of mine called me. He lives yeah. out there, but uh, he lives right on the hill right above it, and he's pretty concerned about uh, We get a prevailing wind out there, it seems like, from uh, west to east, yeah. and he lives up there in the Silver Bow area, or up there at uh, Juniper Acres, Juniper I Acres. guess that's what it's called. He's up in there, and he's concerned about the... Uh, Odor from the 
diesel trucks idling and things like that. Oh, you'll get that, yeah. Oh, yeah, it'd, it'd go right up there. And he called me and he said he wanted to know what was going on. He, I, I told him I, I didn't know. I researched it and found out what they wanted to do more. But, uh, yeah, that would be quite concerning. And then uh, with those uh, going in out there, I, I know it would greatly... Uh, hurt us i think it would yeah. in time it would the with lights. all the lights and the noise and and you just can't put up a big high fence enough high enough to rock no no and i saw a story when they put that bigger fence out when they redid that right. road i think they paid a 12 grand for the fence right so imagine how much a fence that have right. to be high and i don't know if you could put yeah. it high you they wouldn't let you put a high in enough the, fence the I, I co- county did that because see they, they had to get some property from me in order yeah. to build that bridge mm. From me, and that was part of the agreement. They told me that yeah. if I had a uh, issue with lights or anything, that they would do something with it. But we still have some lighting problem from uh, uh, FedEx over there in the, no, in the port. There. Yeah, yeah. They, they put up really bright lights. Yeah, they were so like bright at first they lit up the really? highway. Yeah, yeah. they, t- really. they yeah. toned yeah. them first, down yeah. some, but they're still pretty good. But, uh, uh, oh, uh, Murdoch's built the new warehouse out there, and I was kind of concerned over that. But geez, they put kind of covers on their lights and everything, so they, they did a good job. They they, yeah. they weren't going to bother me. So yeah, they, when you opened that up, there was what just Stoffer Chemical down there. That the was road. all was it, out right? there. It was just Stoffer, right? Yeah. And then uh, and then all this stuff came in after oh in the last uh, I guess 10, 15 years. And then of course it seems like once they built the the wider bridge across the top yeah. and uh, widened the road out then of course more stuff came in out there and from the sounds of it sounds like there's only even going to be more so I would surely think that those trucking outfits would be quite concerned over this truck stop going yeah. in there too because the safety issue those big trucks they can't make those corners up there without going over into the other lane when they yeah. turn so that that's going to be a problem I would think they'd Someday they're probably going to have to widen that all out because the truck traffic is it's really something there anymore. Yeah, and it's, it doesn't seem like an ideal spot for a truck stop just because you're just off the where the, it, the junction is there. Right. And you're just getting going there, and then you'd be yeah, turning yeah. in. It seems like you, a, you, you'd almost a have spot. to go out there and look at it. And you went out there and looked at it. You could yeah. see what a, what a yeah. tight tight. And it's that a little bit be. of a drop-off, too. When yeah. they built the bridge... Redid the other bridge. They had this all this dirt, right? Well, yeah, the filter to come out of the so bridge. Filter. So they they contacted, I suppose, the person next to us, and he accepted their filter. First so they he contacted high. Yeah. <laughs> First they contacted me and wanted to know if I wanted to yeah. put it on mine and just spread it out. And I told them no, I didn't want their dirt. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Then but they he put, put it up in. there, and and it's so it's in an entrance when he comes in, but it slopes down. You know. Yeah. yeah. He tried to ramp it. Is what yeah. he tried to do, but. Well, then construction, too. I mean, even if, say, if it wasn't a, a hassle for you guys, construction would be a hassle. Oh, yeah. Right. When they're in there working, that yeah. would really cause us a problem as well, the noise and the lights and yeah. things of that sort. So, yeah, it, it definitely is, a, is pretty concerning to us. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's pretty concerning to the, the community at large if, the amount of shares I saw on that post on Facebook. Yeah. I mean, that's probably that the most really attention. Nice, probably the most attention the drive-ins had in a long time. It probably is. <laughs> yeah. That was really nice. Well, I was pretty um, after 
Finally, when the zoning board person called me back, it was three o'clock yesterday afternoon, yeah. and, and we started talking. And she, and well, and she gave me this email. She probably hates me because <laughs> that's the email I posted out there. Yeah. Uh, we put in the post just you know if you have yeah want to comment, send her an email. Well, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. she got a lot today. Yeah, I bet she did. And she uh, still is, is not too mad. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's but, her job. She can deal with it, right? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> that, that's right. You know, that's when, when you work in government, you're supposed to be you, open you, and honest and talk that, to people. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's what we're but really But she wouldn't really, she said too. she yeah, couldn't tell sure. me who it was. She couldn't tell us who it was. Yeah. That was doing it because their purchase hadn't gone through or I don't right. know what yeah. their deal is. Yeah. Well, and there's that big, the whole thing with... Loves out there by right. by Ramsey. Ramsey. Yeah, yeah, that. You know, and then I think they were trying to buy land by the new uh, rest area by Anaconda, is what I, you know. Yeah, I heard that know, as and well. So I'm not sure if that's the place or if it's, you know, what the business is. I, I heard they were trying to get in somewhere along in there, but I'm sure they're looking at yeah. a lot of the. It seems like pretty near all the access are bought up and they yeah. got something in them anymore yeah it seems like you should have been told about this before less than a week before the zoning board meeting you would think well, so yeah. you think a letter you to the property yeah adjacent we property yeah. yeah we were adjacent landowners you'd surely thought they'd have sent us a letter yeah. or contacted us somewhere i asked her that question yeah i said how come you didn't send us a letter we're not required to for our zoning really yeah, yeah just uh all we have to do is post it in the paper which and is three days a week now, and yeah, right, and, and no, um, nobody gets it. Put a post a sign out there, an eight by ten piece of sign yeah. on, a, on a built thing. Yeah. But it reminds me of uh, the the fight I which got me running when I started. I was running for uh -huh. chief executive is over the Dublin Gulch, you know. Yeah, uh, they were going to dump uh, toxic waste in I, there. I saw that. I saw and that the dump. reason my we found out about it is my dad saw people with hard hats walking around in the Dublin Gulch and. <laughs> He's been, you know, he lived in, by there for his whole life. He knows that no one cares about the Dublin Gulch, you know, and the government. They haven't in 50 years. So we started asking questions, and that's how we found out. Otherwise, I think they just would have started dumping yeah, in Dublin Gulch. Yeah, you wouldn't Gulch. have known it. Yeah. And this, the, the lack of transparency and stuff we got is, is, well, is a major issue. Well, that, that's a real problem up there at the courthouse. It yeah. really is, that they don't notify people what's going on and yeah. what they're doing properly. But. Yeah, that, that that was a bad deal. They should have sent us some kind of a notification, yeah. so we just aren't all of a sudden there. Well, it you is. feel like yeah. um, you'd be if this were to go through and impact us, that we'd almost be forced to close. Yeah, you know, it's almost like you know we don't want to do that. We want to do what we want to do and continue that until we got we're in the boneyard maybe and somebody else yeah. is still continuing it you know? <laughs> put it on jen's huh? yeah, yeah right yeah. jensen and lynn will have to deal with it someday yeah. well sure. every, every year every season i get that i heard you guys are closing that's it yeah. every every year you can guarantee yeah. somebody will come with that. i'm like there's hey. no plans to close hey. we're still we're still here we're gonna keep doing it yeah and i i did you think of what this community lost not having a drive-in would be just devastating well, like, okay, if I asked you, where did Pen where's Penny's? You'd say, yeah. oh, that's where Penny's used to be. Yeah. Or that's where Herberger's used to be. Yeah. Or exactly. something was always used to be there. Yeah. And people that are new here, they, they say, well, we don't get that. We don't understand what used to be there. Yeah. You know, I'd hate to say, have somebody say, well, that's where the drive-in used to be. Yeah, that would be horrible. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, with Columbia Gardens, we lose yeah. that, you yeah. know. And the there's just, that's what there's, I look at my kids and they want to go do something at night. And there's not much to do. The kids don't cruise a drag like we did when we, you know. No. But <laughs> they go to Walmart and walk around and goof around, you know, which I'm sure the Walmart employees really like. But there's just nothing for these kids to do, you know, and, but the driving is a great option for them. Yeah. You know, because what, you're four days a week now in the summertime? We were five, five at five. the most. Jeez, yeah. we, we used to run, of course, every night of the week until... Yeah. Uh, COVID. Yeah, until COVID. And, COVID, yeah, and then, we, then we cut down to the, the five nights a week. And, but yeah, so five, four, five nights a week, there's something for the kids yeah, to do. So. And, and kids don't mind going to another movie if they've seen it twice already, you know? I know I don't mind. No, we get people that come to the same movie a couple of times yeah you know, quite we had frequently. a lovely man i don't know you i don't know who he was and he came to barbie five times <laughs> with his granddaughters it's five times they, more than i went to it yeah <laughs> they wanted to see it and i said finally on the bus one night i says haven't you already seen this he says yes but my granddaughters love it and i'd love to bring yeah. them yeah yeah so it's a great thing I did that when Talladega Nights was on. I oh, sat yeah. in the truck with my daughter and my wife, and they were sleeping. And I laughed my butt off the whole movie. And then, then they woke up when we were starting. So the next night, I, they saw how much I heard. I, I liked it. So we, we went the second night in a row to Talladega Nights, and I sat there and laughed my butt off, and they slept. It was a funny show. Yeah. 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 We need more comedies, really. We do. Yeah, yeah they, they make too many of these high-fly type Yeah. I, Kind yeah. of tired of those. Yeah, the, the comedies in general kind of, they just don't make as many of them. No. You get a lot of the action. You get the action. Some are action comedies, but where's just, there used to be a lot more comedies, just straight. Yeah, yeah. that's what goofy. I look for anyway. Yeah. Comedy, right? Yeah. Right to the comedy section. I, like, the, uh, I, do, I do too. I like the comedies. Yeah. So, so Thursday, then we have the, the meeting. What, 7.30 is it? Is that 5.30. I was, oh, it's 5.30. 5.30. Okay, yeah. I, I read that wrong. 7.30 is the usual uh, time for yeah, the council commission. Earlier. So having a 5.30 meeting up at the, at the council zoning, chambers zoning. for the zoning board meeting. Yes. Uh, and I imagine it's going to be packed just based on the Facebook response. Well, that'd be nice. Uh, well, have, have you guys got your, your speeches ready to what you're going to say yet? <laughs> We're working on them. Are, are, are you all three going to go, or are you designating oh, uh, one? No, we'll, no, we'll we're hoping Olivia will be able yeah. to make it, Our too. daughter will be there as well, yeah. so there'll be all four, four of us. us. If, hopefully, we'll be able to all be there. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and a lot of our neighbors have said they plan on coming. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I think there's a lot of people that are going to um, yeah. oppose yeah. this. Oh, well, I, I, well hope, yeah, hopefully, hopefully that. Hopefully. Do you have any kind of sense of how they were leaning or anything from talking to anybody? No. Mm-mm. It's just hard to know. Yeah. It, yeah. We really haven't talked and I, to anybody I don't, other. No, and I don't even know how they make a decision, yeah. basically. Um, from what uh, it was Miss Thomas that I talked to the other day, she said they only will be dealing with um, lighting and um, things that would be zoned, maybe pollution, yeah. um, um, light pollution. I said, what about safety and the entrance and the sewer and the water and all those things and she said well that would be up to the public works department yeah. and and I said well who who is doing this and she says I don't know right. or I'm not at liberty to tell you until it's all fininalized I guess I don't really know. So like okay so that's for the transparency or it's lack like banging of. your head on the wall right when you try exactly. to deal with exactly yeah. it was that that's yeah. when I became frustrated that's when we said well we gotta 
let people to... know that this is happening. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, hopefully we get a good, uh, strong showing of support. Actually, I, I won't be able to be there because I'm refereeing basketball tomorrow <laughs> night. If it was at 7, 7.30, I'd be able to make it, but 5.30, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but it's early. Hopefully we get a lot of people go up there and, and speak out because I think that would be great. People go up and give testimonials about how great the, the drive-in has been for their, I, meant to their I lives. Hope, I hope we got a lot of people that are wanting to keep the drive-in operating and I'm yeah. there, but... I guess, you know, we really aren't against progress. Yeah. I mean, progress is fine, but we want to, I guess, to impact us in a way where it could actually put us out of business. That's, yeah. that's pretty disturbing. Well, yeah, yeah, everybody wants, we want to see new jobs. Sure. We want to see new construction and, and, and hopefully higher paying and jobs at the at places. But, yeah, if it's, but you if gotta, it's building right next door to your business and not only hindering your business but potentially destroying your business, right. it's a different story. Yeah, it's... Uh, it uh, got to be done in a, a fashion where it isn't going to bother the existing businesses. Yeah. Shop where the champions shop. Dig City Supply is now the official online retailer of Montana Tech Athletics, and you're home to everything or diggers. But that's just where we start. We've got Uptown's largest selection of Butte High and Butte Central apparel, as well as all the area elementary schools. And while you're in, be sure to check out our special line of gear that we call the Butte Icon Collection. We've partnered with some cherished Butte businesses and organizations to create some fun, nostalgic designs, celebrating all the awesomeness that we have right here in town. Wear your pride from Dig City Supply, the official online retailer of Montana Tech Athletics. Uptown Butte at 43 West Park Street and online at digcitysupply.com. Lockmer Plumbing is more than Butte's complete union plumbing shop. Whether it is sponsoring Little League Baseball, High School Athletics, Montana Tech, Youth Racing, 4-H, Mining City Christmas, Action Inc.'s Homeless Solution Program, Head Start, or Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Butte, Lockmer Plumbing is always looking out for the people of the mining city. Owned and operated by Troy and Amy Lockmer since 2002, Lockmer Plumbing can handle all your residential, commercial, and industrial plumbing needs as well as making repairs and installations on all plumbing and boiler systems. In the heart of Uptown Butte, Lockmer Plumbing can also assist on new construction and planning for your new home or development. Call 406-782-2224 or visit LockmerPlumbing.com today. Lockmer Plumbing has your pipes covered and so much more. Oh look, there's another one. Your favorite tavern, neighborhood gas station, and video stores have all been turned into the same thing, a casino. At Crazy Carol's, we've been doing things the right way for more than three decades. So let me introduce myself. I'm Deb Dinius, the manager of Crazy Carol's Casino Mill Bar, where you'll always find fun in motion and service that sets us apart. Take a trip off the beaten path. Come on over to the hood. We're located on the corner of Walnut and Hayes, where you'll find the big red barn just off the shores of beautiful Lake Berkeley. And don't forget, Bucko the Horse is available for photos. At Crazy Carol's Casino and Mill Bar, we're still so grievous after all these years. Thank you, Butte. Everybody knows the place to go. Crazy Carol's Casino and Mill Bar. You already know about the Knights of Columbus Athletic Club, which is the best workout bargain in town. But did you know the KC also is home to JoyFit 406? JoyFit 406 is Butte's only boutique fitness studio offering indoor cycling as well as a rich variety of other fitness classes from dance fitness and bar to Pilates, strength and conditioning, and flow. Regardless of your fitness level, JoyFit 406 fosters a spirit of inclusion and community. At JoyFit 406, they believe in more than just fitness. They believe in building connections and friendship that last a lifetime. 
Join their vibrant community today where health, happiness, and camaraderie come together in perfect harmony. Your journey to a stronger, more joyful you starts at JoyFit 406. To book a class or to get more information, visit JoyFit406.com, like JoyFit406 on social media, and download the JoyFit406 app. Also, don't forget to book the renovated Knights of Columbus Hall for your party or reception today. The Knights of Columbus is a proud sponsor of the Buttecast. This message is brought to you by Anode Designs here in Anaconda. Hi, this is Blake, sports broadcasting legend and Golden Tee Golf semi-professional. During my time as a world-renowned sports broadcaster, covering all 12,348 Montana schools over my 21 years on the job, I've seen and heard it all. But nothing compares to the Buttecast. Don't take it from me. Take it from a formerly employed disc jockey turned shrewd corporate shill. Tell you all about it. Hi, Paul Panisco here. Over my time in broadcasting, Blake is easily in the top 120 broadcasters I've ever heard call a high school volleyball match before. And forget about being the best voice ever in Anaconda High School streaming service history. He's also his family's all-you-can-eat buffet eating champion. Ha <laughs> ha! Embellishment is the word of the day, kids. And there's nobody who embellishes facts and figures quite like our boy Billy here on the Buttecast. Mr. Foley is doing a fine job letting all of us outsiders learn about the trials and tribulations of the second or third greatest city here in Montana, our baby brother Butte. And because he's doing such a fine job, let us tell you of another who does fine work in your fair city, John and company at 5518 and Big City in Uptown Butte. They can customize any wearable garments you can imagine, except the thongs and unmentionables Billy wears. That's all us here at Anode Designs. If your company is needing embroidery in a jiffy, call on us here at Anode Designs. We know you can't get it in a week anywhere else, but we can. And all jokes aside, cue your Bears and Red Sox takes. That's no embellishment. Yeah. Do you, do you think? Is there any way you think that it could be built there without being a disruption for you guys? I, I don't. I don't know, Bill. I'd, I'd have to. Uh, you know, they'd have to research it for one thing. Look, you said you're not an engineer, as when no, you were building your I'm, I'm your, no your engineer or anything. Your screen. You would. It, it's hard to believe they could build a fence high enough that would, so we could keep the lights and the yeah. noise and everything else uh, well, away yeah. from us enough so it wouldn't, wouldn't yeah. bother the people watching the movie. So. Lights and noise, but you can't do anything about the air quality. It's going to, yeah. you know, yeah. got diesel engines over yeah, you there. You smell running. that diesel. Yeah. You yeah. do that, like when you go behind, you walk on that walking trail behind the town pump and, oh, yeah. and rocker, yeah. you, you get a good whiff of oh, diesel boy. all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, You're out there and that's farther away yeah. than what you guys would It's be. just hard to envision because it's not all that wide right there. Or, you know, it's a pretty between narrow us piece of and, the, and the interstate yeah. there, it's, it's, it's yeah, yeah that's why I was surprised. I was thinking maybe they were going to the other side of you, you know. You just yeah. don't, well, I, it's well, we, hard to envision. We, we own the, the land on the other no, side all the way up to the railroad tracks. So we've got that. But, uh, yeah, they're, they're, that's what, pretty that narrow four, piece. 450 or 600 feet there wide? I'm not really sure. It's something yeah. like that, 450. It's not a real wide piece. Yeah, I think it's So you, you know the exit and entrance is going to have to be closer to the fence line, our yeah. fence line, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they'll be. Because I can't, yeah, I, I can't imagine them coming out of there right at the top and trying to get onto the roadway and yeah. turn on the I, interstate. I don't know if the highway department will be there or not because of the fact that they come down. Well, there's a guardrail right there where they come down. Yeah. So there's going to. I said that seems like a dangerous spot it, for. It yeah. seems pretty. Uh, 
that it could be a pretty dangerous spot with all those uh, trucks and the in tr the traffic out there yeah. now. With well, the, and all the not just the trucks, but just the people that work out there and yeah. live out there. Not yeah. to mention There's all the people of, that live up during yeah, the Gulch. There's yeah. a lot people of people up in that area now. Traveling yeah. through there. So Yeah. And there's a lot of land. Yeah. <laughs> Between Butte and Dillon. Yeah. There's a lot more there's, places for a for a truck stop. You would think so. You, you, a better yeah. spot. Yeah, and it's farther away from the existing truck stops. Right. So it might be a better location you would, for you. I don't yeah, know. you'd yeah. think they'd be better off if they weren't that close to the other truck stops. Yeah. Well, they want to be on I-15 or I-90 close to an interchange, you know. Yeah. Maybe that's it. I don't know. I, I, it must be the same one that Ramsey went on. That's my guess. I'm pretty sure it's not. Oh, you're pretty sure it's not? Uh, huh? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it isn't, too. Yeah, I'm pretty really? sure yeah. That was the guess that everyone kept telling me. No. Yeah, that's what's no. not. I, I'm, I'm almost certain it's not them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully they... Be nice if they could find a different location. Yeah, and build a nice place and benefited the community. I, I hope so too. Yeah. Yeah. But how about you guys? Got to. It's got to feel good to see the outpouring of support for the, for the Silver Bow Drive and how quickly that took off. That was a viral thing last night on Facebook. <laughs> it is nice. It, it's, yeah. yeah. That's We've not really been. We're not. I'm. I don't basically have a Facebook account myself. You yeah. Know, I do. A little stalking every once in a while to see what everybody else is doing, but I don't post anything. Kana, Jensen's wife, does uh, mm. most of that work, and uh, when she got home from her day job, she posted it for us last night. So, yeah. So I was surprised because yeah. you know, a lot of times you don't get a lot of reaction. Oh, that movie again? Yeah. You know. Yeah, if this would have happened in July, you guys probably wouldn't be able to keep up with business because everybody would want to go. Because I, I think everyone wanted to go last night. Yeah. Well, Let's go on. Yeah. Let's, I, I'm sure. You heard the joke uh, about the uh, couple that went to watch a movie in, at the drive-in and were found froze to death the next morning, right? <laughs> it was a North Dakota yeah. joke, I think. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, you could freeze to death out there or something. There's yeah. been, of course, there's been times when we had that the heat running for at least half well, the movie. We've, we've had some pretty cool nights, and we've run nights when it's been snowing. And I can remember one night it was snowing so bad that the snow was sticking to the glass window of the porthole where our projector picture <laughs> on. Yeah, so we I, just had a terrible so wind. I had, uh, had, too. To, had to get up there and sit up there with the squeegee you know and keep wiping. That was that was off. that was the Guardians of the Galaxy, the first That's, one. I think it was the opening night. And yeah, it was really? in, it was in May and we oh, just had this side blowing snow and it was sticking to the glass. There's still people there. out there though. And it oh, was yeah. and it was kinda of making it blurry and so we get up there with a squeegee and every few seconds you give it a little wipe. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh and then I think my dad fashioned some cardboard like hood quickly, and we taped it up there for the rest of the night, yeah, yeah. so that we, it would uh, so you wouldn't the, have to stand there. The things and people have no off. idea that's going on. No, no yeah. there was some nights when it was snowing so hard you could see the picture on the snow before it hit the screen. Really? Yeah, and we've run like that. So, and we've, you've, yeah, you've had lightning probably lightning shows out there well, too. Well, we we had the lightning hit just uh, north of us in a field one night and cause a fire but uh, that's the closest hit we've had with lightning yeah. but i've always when it starts lightning it's always pretty concerning because those screen towers are metal yeah you know that they, they're the highest point that they yeah they're just they're just get, asking for it out there yeah, right get, well get and, hit and the worst you know a power outage you know yeah, yeah. we've had and power then, outages then then it's just uh hope it comes back on or 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 try to get everybody uh you know tickets to come back uh tomorrow it, yeah you know yeah. and it's it's hectic it's dark and everybody's 
you know. Yeah, there's no light out there. Yeah. The power no, outage. Yeah. No. So. But uh, <clears throat> this last year, it's been better. They did some upgrading to the line. It oh, yeah. just, and we seem like it's been better this last year. Yeah, yeah we didn't have too much trouble this last year. They no. remember every time we'd have trouble, we'd call up and they'd say, "Oh, a bird must have hit the line." Yeah, <laughs> we got that quite a bit. Yeah. Bird, huh? A yeah, the goose. But I think they did something so the lines wouldn't flap together. No. Yeah, they what? They uh, they spread them out more or something. Uh. Yeah. So. Yeah, and how how many nights uh, a week do you have to jump somebody's battery? <laughs> Well, it's, uh, I'd do <laughs> say on average, you're, you're, you're probably at least them. once yeah, a night, you yeah. know, but sometimes you don't get any, and sometimes you do five or six, you know, or, yeah. or whatever. You guys have, like, the portable jumper. Yeah, kind of. portable yeah. jump box, mm-hmm. and and oh, then you have the people that it's all dark, and, and every, you know, we're ready to go, and I'm like, why is that car still sitting out there? And I go out there, and they're like, oh, we're waiting for somebody to give us a jump, and I'm like, just... Uh-huh. Just Why come ask me. I'll come over and I go get the jump or box. Or asleep, sorry. You know? yeah. Or, or yeah, they're sleeping. Yeah, that's a good but, one. Uh, Some people, you gotta. I, I go out there with the horn finally and just start honking the horn because they you can't wake them up. No, Tapping really. on the glass yeah. doesn't do it. You, you know, just fall they're they're just dead in there. <laughs> I loved the lady that came and thought her car wasn't starting, so she asked for a jump, and you guys were out there working on it, trying to figure out what was wrong. It was running. It was an electric car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the electric car. It was on already. Yeah. It was on, and she yeah. wanted the jump. She, did, she thought that her car didn't That's start. funny. But she didn't. We, we, we were running some pretty She might have not liked things. us because we were just like. But she didn't come in and say anything until yeah. we were all ready to leave, yeah. and everybody was gone. And yeah. That's funny. And, yeah. and then the lights telling people turn the lights off because a lot of Oh, with yeah. the newer cars, of course, that's oh, 25 years now. The lights automatically turn on oh, when you turn the car on. Yeah, some yeah. of them are really hard to get off. The, yeah, the lights that you got to get off. And sometimes so you got to resort to covers over yeah. the, or There's blankets or something over where really. you can't get them off. Which is no kidding. Okay, no. Or they have some kind of electrical, you know, problem where it's they a switch doesn't work yeah. right or yeah. something. So it's you just got to cover them up. Most of them go off if you just put the uh, park brake on. And then, and um, they go off. Then, when you put the park brake on, a lot of them don't realize that. And you go up and tell them, and they say, "I haven't got a park brake in my car." And I say, "Yes, you do." And then I shine the light in. I see that other pedal way down there. Yeah. Push down on that. Yeah. Or else now a lot of them have electric ones where you push a button. Yeah. To put the park brake on. So the lights go off. Yeah, and then the lights go yeah. off, and a lot of them don't realize that. So you got to go around, but. That yeah. takes a while. Yeah. While the show, start, when the previews are all running, yeah. we're running around turning off the lights. <laughs> well, I was thinking about you when I went to a Montana Tech football game in, in Haver one time. They, Tech had to play on Friday night in football because the Haver High School was playing Dylan in, in, a, in the Saturday playoff game. So they played a Friday night game, and, and the old Blue Pony Stadium there, there's Boy. parking in tiers. Oh, yeah. So people park and stay in their car and watch the, sh- watch the game. Yeah. And in the tiers. PA announcer kept going on asking people to turn their lights off because yeah. <laughs> people start their car the lights have had no idea and they're yeah. shining the lights on the football game yeah. and uh, i was thinking they did they needed mark to run around and, and tell I, everyone to turn their lights off yeah i saw a drive-in built like that yeah where they had tiers for the cars yeah. instead of ramps 
and they teared the cars up. That's been a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, so it would work for a drive-in theater too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, and I think I got quoted in the in the Seattle Times. I wrote a column for the Montana Standard about oh, it. Oh yeah. And the guy from Seattle Times quoted uh, something about drive because it was like drive-in football. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it was that was probably around 2000. Nine or so, uh-huh. 2000, 2010, you know, somewhere around, around yeah. those days. Well, sitting in your car has got to be a lot more comfortable than the bleachers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, especially in Haver, because yeah. oh. it was it was late November Ooh. game in Haver. It was yeah. a cold night. Oh, yeah. That'd yeah, you wanted really to stay in there. I think Paul Panisco's actually broadcast some of his games for the ore diggers uh-huh. while sitting in his, in his uh, car. Oh. Parked up high, you know, with the engine running, you know, so he could <laughs> stay warm. warm. Yeah, because because Haver is, Coach Green says, if if the wind stopped blowing in Haver, everyone would fall down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it blows a lot up in that country. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a windy area. But uh, yeah, but I just I just to tell you guys thank you for for running the driving for so long and doing providing because you guys are you're you're making a living. You know, it's not your only job, but it's. No. Uh, it's stuff that you do, and it's been such a great thing for a community to have a drive-in. And I just think of all the memories I've had going to the drive-in, you know, with my friends, with girlfriends, you know, my wife, and then with my kids later on, hopefully someday with grandkids. Well, you know, it, it's what you guys do is you, you provide a public service that really valued. Well, thanks, Bill, and uh, I hope there's a lot of other people that feel the same way and want to yeah. keep it keep yeah. it going but we've had funny things happen out there gents he, he ran where some what was that where the people when you announced they when they were proposal oh yeah we've done yeah. yeah we've done yeah, wedding that was you know, wedding marriage, proposals, marriage yeah. proposals yeah. and birthdays and you yeah. know people have their special you know events and, and see with the digital stuff we can run that now yeah so he was able to run that on the screen where that kid proposed to that girl yeah, we've had there. a few of those oh, that's pretty cool yeah it's 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 fun and it, and, it was yeah. funny after the proposal Everybody started honking their horns. Honking horns and everything else, yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Well, it's cool that you can do stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. See, with yeah, the digital, that's fun. one thing he can do where I couldn't do with 35-millimeter film. Yeah, there's no way you do that. Yeah. yeah. See, we converted over to the digital film in 2013. Or yeah. the digital went, yeah, yeah, we went digital in 2013. So we had film It right was either then. 2013 we go or... We closed. Yeah, because right. we couldn't. Yeah, we couldn't. Because that was kind of scary. Because that was a big investment that well, you guys had to uh, make. That was definitely all like whether we should keep doing yeah. this or not. It came to that, you know. Yeah. And then of course the gentleman said, "Oh, well, let's, there, there, let's they gave keep money to uh, um, lots of businesses, but we didn't ever ask for any money yeah. for uh, yeah. the equipment because the film companies." would help you buy the equipment but they wanted a, more of a cutback yeah so yeah we just had been we had been warned that it was happening for about five years before yeah so we just basically just saved up so we could yeah. do yeah. it on our own we, we, we knew didn't want to be we knew it was coming yeah for five they, years they were they, saying yeah it's gonna yeah, be this yeah, might yeah, be the last year yeah, you get prints yeah. this might yeah. be the last year you get prints yeah and, they, and they, i think it did last a year or two after that there were yeah. some that just a few and there's though. probably still a few. there still are a few of the new films like oppenheimer you get that in a print yeah. you know um, but, but they make very few they're prints, not many you know yeah. so it, it's tough to get in a 35 millimeter so either we had to had to Converter close, so that yeah. Was, that and you was, guys didn't pass that on 
you didn't pass the expense on to the people going to the movies either because the, the price of movies has been pretty low for a long time. Yeah, I think we, we I think we raised in 2013 a dollar, and then we we and along a couple years later we we made it all one price for everybody, kids and adults, yeah. because it just became too difficult to tell ages and, and whatnot. So well, yeah. we just have just one easier. price for everybody. Yeah. Well, they're, they're watching the movie regardless, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I got kind of disgusted with people arguing with me. No, They'd come in with people in the back seat, and they say, oh, they're, they're all under 12. You look in there, and they they got whiskers, and, <laughs> got <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and stuff. You know that isn't right, but they they lie to you over two dollars. <laughs> yeah, thought, and I then and then you have the people that come in and they're two dollars short, yeah. and you you say, okay, that's all right. Pay me next time. Pay me next time, and two years later they come back and say, hey, I owe you two dollars. Oh, yeah. no kidding. Well, I, I had yeah. a whole carload come in one night from Helena, and they got there, and all they had was a. Uh, credit card. I said, golly, I have no way to handle that. Yeah. Oh, gee, we don't have any cash. I said, well, you go on in and then next time you come, you can pay me. Yeah. By golly, you're, I think it was the following year that before they came, they came in and they, they said, remember us? And, <laughs> and uh, they paid me for the time they were here and didn't have any cash. So. Yeah. And the other one is, they'll come and especially people from out of town will come and they'll say, well, where is everybody? Why aren't you packed here? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, well, just, uh, it's, it's beautiful. It's like, um, you, you know, the highlands are out there, but you don't think about them every day. Yeah. You know? yeah. You're always thinking, what's Take going it to for do granted, elsewhere? Yeah. You know, at least we are a fun spot for people that don't live here that think, oh, I want to go to the drive-in. Yeah. It's a good destination, and probably good for other businesses in town, too, because they're probably coming to town getting when dinner they, before. When they first built Pizza Ranch okay. and uh, the water slide up here, we had some people from Bozeman come and say they planned their whole day around the drive-in, the Pizza Ranch, and, yeah. and the park. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, so that, that did happen. Yeah. yeah, I imagine you get it get it a lot. So you guys, yeah, it's... It's a business that benefits other businesses. Sure. Without question. So it's Yeah. yeah. It, it'd be a shame to see anything it's it's sad to see anything threaten it. It'd be well, a shame to see it go. So hopefully we get a lot of people yeah, turn so. up and, and speak their minds and uh, uh, write I, letters and everything. I sure hope so. If they wanna keep us going. Yeah. Um, we'll see what happens. I would hate to be at Walmart walking through Walmart and have somebody yell at us because we closed yeah yeah people stop people do stop you and say when are you opening yeah people want to know when you open what yeah. movie's coming yeah. you know yeah i think just if you did close driving to dylan would be the most depressing thing looking over and seeing and seeing it there you know yeah yeah we we were in bozeman having dinner it was before we opened the drive-in it was in the winter time we were coming back from billings or something we stopped there to have dinner and these people come up, and the little girl comes up and says, those are the people that run the drive-in. <laughs> you know, so they all came up and started talking to yeah. us, wanting to know when we were going to open and stuff. They lived in Bozeman. Yeah. But they came down. And they, that's they awesome. Recognizes. <laughs> well, that's awesome. That was, that was funny. Well, guys, I appreciate your t- taking your time out today well, thank to, thank you. to talk with me. Us. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we can get enough support up that that we can come to a better a better. Uh, agreement than having a you know better solution than having a gas station right next to you and maybe yes moving the gas station somewhere else I, I, somewhere I close by and and then benefit everybody in particular we want to benefit the driving because yeah it's a it's an institution and we need to save it yeah I thank you thanks we can hang on but yeah well thanks for doing it bill we yeah. appreciate it
to be from you, America, USA.